from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans, and yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Ring, 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 ring. May I please speak with Zoe? Oh, hello, Lamorne. Let's patch in Hannah. God, I forgot what it was like working with you guys. Welcome to our show. Welcome back to our show. Welcome to our show. Oh, man. Fantastic show today. We are recapping episode six of season two. Halloween. Halloween. Yes. And it's another classic Cece and Winston a mess around. You know what's so crazy is that it's still the little kid's song in my head when I um, have to spell Halloween. You know what I'm talking about? What's the the kid's song? H-A-L-L-O-W-E-N spells Halloween. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> you never sang that as a little kid at school? No. Oh, it's a song. It's a song. Somebody sound, I'm sure, Daniel, Joel, can we play that link when we put this up? Because I'm sure when you hear it, then you'll, you'll remember it. Halloween songs that I remember was uh, Werewolf Bar Mitzvah by uh, Tracy Morgan. <laughs> no, you know this Glover, one. They did the mash. They did the monster, monster mash. mash. The monster mash. See? Oh, yeah. 
I know that one, but I didn't, I didn't do, you know, fun fact to this day, you know, I, if you asked me to spell Halloween, I would, I would freeze for a second because I'm always like, how many L's and how many E's? I know it's two E's because ween, but hello, sometimes I'd be like, man, is it two L's? ハローダブルエルエンスペルハロウィンあ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ
Oh, yeah. One of my favorite Halloween episodes purely for the Jake Johnson screams that happen <laughs> when he faces the clown <laughs> inside oh, yes. the haunted house. It's one of my favorite moments of the series. Oh, yeah. That type of scream kills me every scare single me. time. There is, by the way, there's <clears throat> no way in no situation you could get me to go into a haunted house. No, thank you. Hannah, can I have a moment to say something? Yeah. Listen, I know everyone loves a good haunted house. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you why haunted houses are bad and yeah. why I hate them so much. Tell me. Are they scary? Sure, Hannah. Yeah. They can be. Have I almost shit myself in a haunted house? Allegedly. You know? <laughs> But that's only because I was doing a juice cleanse at the time and the timing mm. was just all off. Okay. Terrible they don't timing. also they don't offer bathrooms, you know, um, when demons are and zombies are trying to kill you. Like where do you go to relieve that pressure? On them, and maybe. It's a good way possibly, to them. Exactly. They all stink Use anyway. It as a weapon. Use exactly. It as a weapon. And uh-huh. I don't here's what I don't want to happen. I don't want anyone on, you know, in the haunted house industry to be pissed mm. off at me mm. uh, because it's a big industry. You know, I looked yeah. it up. It's over a $300 million industry, wow. the haunted house industry, you know. But let me tell you something. If I'm a psycho killer mm. and I just escaped from an insane asylum mm. from killing a bunch of people, mm. first place I'm going, haunted house. That's right. I'm trying to find victims, Hannah. And the reason That's being right. is nobody's going to know when I've done a slaying. That's right. No one's going to know. I don't trust okay? it. I don't like it. I don't trust it. Why would you pay to be scared? I like, don't understand. Be, I, don't, I don't get it at all. It, it's just not for me at all. So when I watch this episode, I'm like, I actually remember feeling really relieved because they. I remember they're like, oh, we're going to do a Halloween episode. And they had to because it was like a really amazing haunted house that they built. Mm-hmm. Um, they were like, oh, you know, I, but they didn't say which character was going to have to be part of the haunted house and mm. i as hannah was genuinely scared that my yeah. character was going to have to be in this creepy haunted house and be attacked by spooky things i was like yes. i don't want to have to do it i was so scared i got really grateful that it was just going to be zoe and jake yeah <laughs> that's not for me house. friends friends all the time <laughs> hey man we want to go to hollywood Holly, hollywood horror nights i go no yes. you're on your own or the hayride one? Nothing. Yeah, I don't you. want to do that. I've been on the hayride one. They chase you. No. These people, they chase you from the woods. Okay? No, 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 no. no. We're not doing that. Have you seen the movie Clown House? No. I don't watch horror movies either. Nothing. Let me, nothing. Let me give you the synopsis of Clown House really quick, just to put some more fear into your heart. Blech. Just before Halloween, three young brothers alone in the big house. Sam Rockwell's in this movie, by the way. Young Sam Rockwell. These three brothers, they're alone in the big house and they are menaced by three escaped mental patients who have murdered some traveling circus clowns and taken their identity. No. That's a, that's a real thing that could happen. Okay. Hello? Here's, this is the thing. If you want to know how much I hate scary movies and haunted houses and that whole spooky industry, for me, look, the people that it works for, we look, I'm not taking any dollars out of their, their pockets uh, by mm. saying this because the people who love it, love it. I know. Um, but uh, before New Girl, before anything, I got offered a movie because mm. it was a friend of mine who got his big break as like a director and it was to direct this absolutely twisted, disgusting horror film 
and he knew me and he was like you're you know i know you're a great actress he'd seen me do a bunch of stage stuff whatever he was like (laughs) he was like i want i want you to be the lead and it was like me having to watch like horrifying things and then being chased through the woods at night with someone racing after me with like a machete and then catching me and i was like I have to really do that, though, as a person. I know I'm acting, but as a person, you're going to have me run through the woods all by myself at night while you guys are way deep off doing a big wide shot with your camera while someone chases me through the woods. And I thought about, like, that whole, like, Hitchcock, you know, the psycho. And I was just like, it would haunt me forever. And -hmm. even though I was trying to get my break as an actress, here's an offer for a movie. I've got a blank resume, nothing on it. I said, no (laughs) <laughs> thank you <laughs> that's how much i hate it i was like nope i'll give up my dream as an actor i cannot put myself in that situation oh we yeah, should yeah. maybe talk about this episode because i could talk about my fear so. for yeah, I'm sorry. five hours sorry everybody sorry everybody go have fun this halloween <laughs> go to all the haunted houses you want to nothing bad's gonna get happen. all the candy candy delicious yeah 100 percent. um so in this episode um nick Schmidt and Winston, they they prep the apartment for the for for Nick's ex girlfriend to come in. Yeah, that's very sweet. He's really excited. Amelia. This girl he's idolized his whole life and just loved from the very first sight, but doesn't really know her at all. Right. He likes the idea of her. We, that's which we right. come to find out later on. Um, I mean, you can kind of tell when you watch it that you know that's that's kind of what's going on there. Um, you know, I mean, I like to get personal. Have Have you ever gone through something like that? Have I ever gone through something like that? I've definitely, you have a crush on somebody and then you meet them and chat with them and talk about them. And it's it's incredible how quickly somebody that you're like, oh, they're so beautiful or they seem so smart or, or whatever it is, um, can give you the ick really fast on something right. that you never saw coming. And in this case, the two of them are just sexually incompatible. Yeah. Different physical styles. Oof. Gosh. Different physical styles. So I'm like, okay, I understand. Like, I get it. And it, that's where you go, like, Nick, you need to learn to grow up a little bit and, and speak no, your no. truth. No, yeah. It, it, let me tell you something. It's hard to tell someone who bites your lip that that's <laughs> bad. That's, you know, especially. No, no. Me. I mean, t- talk the truth of being like, this is not going to work. You can't change how somebody, like. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Don't put what your like. fucking teeth on my face. <laughs> what is wrong with you? You know, I am a professional actor. I have to go to work. You know, how do you think this is going to look when I show up with, with Dracula's marks all over my body? Like someone's been drinking my blood. Like I'm into some weird Megan Fox and, 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 and Machine Gun Kelly shit. Okay? It's not going to yeah. look right. It mm-hmm. works for them. It doesn't work for me. Well, it doesn't Bites work for on them the face. either, though, now. They broke up? Yeah. Hannah, stop. Hannah, don't do this to me. Hannah, don't do this. I know. I'm so no! sorry. No! Look, well, who knows? It might not be forever. They, they, t- they really you break up. You could text her and you could tell her that, you know. Like <sighs> I got to hit her. I got to let her know. I got to see if she's okay. As a friend, obviously. Yes. As a friend. You just got a smile down. on your face. You seemed upset for a second and now you're realizing <laughs> something and now you're smiling. I just want to say. So you're saying Machine Gun Kelly is available. <laughs> Slow it down, Lamort. Oh my gosh. Okay, the other thing that happens in the beginning of this episode that I think is really sweet is that 
because <laughs> I just love it. This is like some like old rom-com trope that I love so much. She finds out the guy, Jess finds out the guy that she's trying to be in this like meaningless sex relationship is a pediatrician yeah. and like a sweet, fun pediatrician, which is That's nice. her full kryptonite. Yeah. If there was somebody that you were dating very casually and you're like, I don't want to catch feelings. This person's made it clear that they'll never have those kind of feelings. Is there... Is there a professional kryptonite that they could have that you'd be like, oh, no, you do that? Oh, now I, I can't help it. There's feelings and they're happening. Yeah. Like if she were like a dominatrix, I'd be like, yeah, that's, <laughs> I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. That's scary to me. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, you know, I love funny people comedians like you know if there's a if there's someone who's like a comedy writer or something like that i'm like oh god i gotta do it um <laughs> that's good <laughs> I don't know. to know you should put the yeah we're floating that out there any you know any comedy writers um, out cool. there because it's you know um, yeah i think that's a very special trait to have you know especially because i i'm stupid and you know there's if you can find the humor in my stupidity i, I think that's i think that's really nice that's, really, that's so really funny nice. because that happens in this episode with Winston and Shelby is mm -hmm. that she feels like Winston doesn't have a sense of humor and that's why they're incompatible. So you've got like sexual incompatibility, sinking a relationship yeah. here. Then you've got this not having a sense of humor thing, mm -hmm. sinking a relationship. And yeah. then you have a guy who's like, I don't know what to tell you. I've been honest from the beginning. I don't feel anything for you, but I like having a physical relationship with you and it's not changing. So you can't sit here and look sad because I've been clear. I've been honest. You know, what's interesting about that moment. Um, mm. I know we're jumping forward a little bit is when she, when she asks him, you know, when he says he can't change who he is, and he says, do you want me to, do you want me to leave? First of all, she plays that scene perfectly. Yeah. You know, so, so it, she portrayed that scene in such a dope way. The problem is she's dressed like a zombie. <laughs> zombie Woody Allen. <laughs> zombie Woody Allen. And it's, she, it, she, I don't know how she pulls it off, but it, it, it works so perfectly um, that, it, that I, too, wouldn't be able to fully convey my feelings or open up to her if she were dressed so stupidly. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, what? Man, shut up. Call me. Call me later. <laughs> what? You know, it's just I'm because I'm emotionally stunted. I know that for a fact. So that's probably why. That's He'd probably be why. like, I have to laugh at you right now because you look yeah. crazy. So I can't now break your heart and destroy yeah. your ego and reject you in this public place. I can't. Can we can we put a pin in it? I'll do it tomorrow. When you exactly. Look not like a, a zombie exactly. Allen. Exactly. Speaking of which, let's let's go back a little bit. There are Woody Allen impressions. Who do you think who do you, <laughs> who do you think had the best Woody Allen impression? Let's put a poll out there for all the fans. Who do you you personally? Who do you think had the best one? I mean, I feel like Max did an amazing Max had the impression. Best one. Yeah, for sure. And Jake's surprised me. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't bad, but I think Max. I, I don't know if that's a. I think he's been studying Woody Allen. I think he, he just enjoyed it more. He like liked doing it, and so you feel that in the, uh, oh the, yeah, uh, in the Woody Allen impression. Here's the thing that's funny is that when Winston does his finally right, mm -hmm. 
and Max and Jake clap. That for real, I know that that was not <laughs> on the page that they applauded. I think you were just supposed to say that line and that was supposed to be the button. And they were just like, yeah, I, that's kind of <laughs> to you. Lamorne is who they were doing it. And it that made was, the show. Yeah. That was probably a clap for Lamorne. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I could you know. tell. I could see in their face. They're just like, come on. He did anybody, it. It's really good. <laughs> well, anybody who knows me knows I don't like to appropriate other people's cultures. That's you know right. what I'm saying? I'm not going to pretend to be Woody Allen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, internally, do I feel like Woody Allen? Yeah. <laughs> but externally, nah. Nah, there's too much melanin in my voice. <laughs> <laughs> you did so. a very good impression, too. I think that's why they gave you the applause. They were just like, come on. That was really yeah. good. You did a great right. job. Thank you for saying that. That means a lot. I'm one of the greatest impressionists of all time. Let's keep going. Um, Let's talk about Nelson Franklin. And his costume. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> his, when he genuinely, because he is a very tall man. When yeah. he walked About out six, in six, the- six, six, He's 6'15". Six yes. Um, when he walked out in those very tight, because that, that was the joke, mm-hmm. super tight green spandex pants. I remember audibly laughing. And because Nelson is the most wonderful human in real life, he's very Robbie. Like, he laughed himself. He thought it was great that people were laughing. Like, he's just the most wonderful person. Oh, yeah. That scene, Max coming in, uh, or Schmidt coming in and just destroying him was one of the funniest (laughs) back and forths. And and Robbie could not be phased by... (laughs) by the insults coming from Schmidt. Well, you know what um, it is, and you get why Cece kind of likes Robbie, is that, mm-hmm. is that as much as she cannot stay away from Schmidt and their just thing is that, that undeniable thing, whatever it is that brings two people together, um, Schmidt is just like a whole bowl of insecurity. And yeah. Robbie is a fully secure human. He's just very secure with himself. Oh, yeah. So you can't phase him. And I think that it bumps Schmidt so badly <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because he's so insecure. And if anybody said one of those things to him, he would it would impact him. The thing that's super funny about that scene, too, when he's destroying Nelson. Um, <laughs> and this is how, you know, your cast members so well, because you've worked together for so long, is when he says um, that he cut himself on a pumpkin, not the knife, <laughs> but the pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. I you if you're we're on the back of Max Mm -hmm. and it's on Nelson for that line. You watch Max shrug his shoulders up and down like this. And, you know, that's him because we know him well enough going like, what am I? That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. And I'm going to laugh and I'm going to ruin this take. You guys better call cut. There's nothing I can do. It's so fucking funny. We're done. (laughs) And I just know it from the motion of his shoulders to know what Max like what that was that he was breaking and I could tell from mm-hmm. the back. That's how funny. Oh Nelson yeah. Is. It's so funny. You say that I was watching it with, uh, with Sam, my assistant, and she mentioned that she mentioned no that way. very moment. Yeah. I swear to God, we, she just mentioned that a little bit ago when we were watching the episode, uh, about the back of Schmidt's head and the, she, you could tell the reaction he's giving, um, just from that. Yeah. There's nothing for oh, them yeah. to cut to because I think he was genuinely had the biggest grin and was just delighting and how funny Nelson was and he just couldn't keep it together. 
I love those moments. That's why these cast, like these guest stars that we'd have on our show, it was always the best when we made this show when they would show up because we got to sit there and watch some of the funniest people do the funniest work and we just got to sit there and watch it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I'll put our guest cast right up there with Curb, your enthusiasm. Mm. There's a lot of crossover have... actually. <laughs> a a lot. lot of people that were on New Girl have been on Curb. Yeah. Seam, Sam Richardson, a lot of people. Damon? You know, Damon. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Welcome to our show. Okay, let's talk a little bit about this Halloween situation. Yeah. Well, Halloween, I think it's um, a natural thing for everyone to get super excited about the festivities. But more importantly, people want to know what you're going as. Like, what are you dressing up as? Yeah. And uh, Winston decides to dress up like a cop. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing, for sure. Which, fun fact, it is illegal in the state of California to dress up like a cop to a state of police officer. Yes. So in that moment where, uh, because it's like impersonating a cop, you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. Um, People come up to you for help. You know, they there's a there's a crime in pro in progress, and they they keep calling. Hey, can you please help? Can you please help? And you're like, hell no, nah, I'm not a real officer. <laughs> um, this is pretend. I got it at Party City. Exactly. Um, yeah. So that for sure is foreshadowing. But Shelby, my God, it's raining. Cats and dogs. She thinks what a sense of humor is sexy. Is you just said that yourself. That that would be your professional kryptonite. 
So yeah, for but, Lamorne, maybe that would work for you. Let me tell you something. If she's showing up with a cape on with a bunch of fluffy teddy bears and stuff on it, she better have nothing underneath it. <laughs> then, you know what I'm saying? Then I'd find that mm, delicioso. But right now it's no, bro. <laughs> that is nah. That's not it. I thought it was very funny, but it does. Uh, if they're struggling in their relationship and they're like, watch this, I'm going to knock you out on Halloween and I'm going to really go for it. Yeah, I would think that there are some subliminal messages going on if they were head to toe, literally caped up. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, I think you're I think maybe you're trying to tell me something else. Because when she even was. says it, she was. But Winston even says it, he said, look at me. I came out here looking all good, looking all sexy. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody loves uh, uh If you ever go to one of them parties and the strippers show up, they're usually wearing cop outfits. I've never understood that. I don't understand this. A man in uniform is so sexy. This like, I've really? never under not. No, it does not work for me. Really? Oh, no. well, I'm, you know, I, do I wonder if, if, if more people out there feel like you, I wonder, I don't know. Should we do a because poll? People the man love dressed pe as a cop. <laughs> do yeah. it for you. Well, you know, if he's a bike cop, you know what I mean? Wearing, the, wearing the tight shorts, <laughs> the short shorts, <laughs> The short shorts, you know, a little testicle hanging out. You know, that don't hurt nobody. <laughs> that might do it. That might do it for somebody. I don't know. I feel like I'm learning a lot about you tonight. Little, <laughs> little short shorts right there on Venice, on Venice Beach. <laughs> um, speaking of short shorts, because Max ends up wearing nothing but his Speedo at the end of it. Mm -hmm. um, we'll get to that because I have to discuss it. But the other laugh out loud funniest, honestly, in series, I think, is the headbutt oh, into so funny. Nelson's hand. I could watch that and I have a million times. That scene is and then he's like starts eating halfway through it mm -hmm. and he's still <laughs> not in Schmidt back is so funny to me that whole storyline was so fun to do oh, yeah. because cc always plays it really cool mm -hmm. all the time she plays it really cool and it was nice that to see character wise that he just took it a step too far like now you're yeah. really like disrespecting my relationship you're treating my boyfriend like an idiot which means you're treating me like an idiot and then she like gets really mad. And I remember being surprised that they wanted me to get really mad because it seemed a little out of character, but it just had it had pushed her too far. Yeah. And I will tell you, nothing makes me happier as a human being than getting paid to yell at someone. Ooh. It's a real perk of the career. You, you got anger really issues? Just, no, you can't yell at people in real life. That's not okay. Don't do yeah, that. Don't speak to people like that. Yeah, but you, you know what? It's a very cathartic thing to like get loud. And I just remember being like, oh, this is a nice thing. I get to just like yell right <laughs> now at somebody. And then y'all give me a check. This is great. But you know, what's interesting about that is that it's that a person who can provoke you to get that way. Well, that's how you know that she's not over him because... You would think she would just grab her boyfriend's hand and be like, this fool, my ex is stalker, bye. And well, it's not. Because Robbie has a very calm demeanor. You yeah, know, he doesn't that, hang out with him alone. That's the funniest part. He's like, let's just go and work this out, you and I. Well, there's a question I have for you and for yeah. the folks out there in listener uh -huh. land. Is that, a, is, that a, is that attractive to you? Is that a turn on to you? Someone who always remains calm, even in those types of situations? Or do you, 
you know, do you want somebody who can, you know, every once in a while say, hey, sit your ass down. <laughs> sit your ass down. Get your ass over here right now. Do you like that? I don't know. I think that's personal taste. I just know that if somebody's going to talk to other people like that, that usually means if you push them far enough, they're going to talk to you like that. So be careful what mm -hmm. you ask for. Yeah, I'm just saying every once in a while, you know, every once in a while she needs to sit her ass down. And, and and I need to be the one to tell it to her with some bass in my voice, especially I, with this mustache that I got now. <laughs> You're really loving your mustache right <laughs> hey, now. Hey, sit your ass down now, woman. <laughs> I done told you. I done told you now. Sit your ass down. I think that might go over well. Yeah. You're household. currently single at this moment. Is yeah. That right? People don't like, pe apparently, women don't like to sit their ass down. <laughs> and I haven't learned my lesson yet, but I will. <laughs> I will. I will. This is, it's so funny in this relationship where you're seeing all of these incompatibilities, they really explore it a lot in the episode. You see a huge moment of foreshadowing with Schmidt mm -hmm. and Cece dressed as a bride and groom. And I love it yeah. so much. It's so funny because she's so mad at it and he's loving it so much. Um, but it's kind of like in that Fluffer episode that we talked about where they do these like little series foreshadowings. That was Nick and Jess going on a, a, a fake date that mm -hmm. you could see was real to them. And you see they keep they keep it in a two shot for most of it with Schmidt and Cece dressed as a bride and groom so that the mm -hmm. audience can kind of like sink their teeth a little further into that relationship and want them back together. That um, was nice. What was, was not, nice. what was not nice was mm. uh, Schmidt dressed like Abraham Lincoln and then tells, <laughs> tells Winston that he witnessed the emancipation of one black man. Oh my God. <laughs> I said, Hey man, shut up. Like, I, I mean, a good joke is a good joke. However, I was like, man, <laughs> Like, I, eternally it made me want to laugh but i was like nah i don't think this is funny <laughs> i ain't laughing for you <laughs> that was a little offensive and so the red here's the thing if you walked into your trailer and hanging um in your wardrobe uh area was just a pair of red speedos mm -hmm. would you mm -hmm. be okay with that well i'm getting uh there's this tool these weights that you can put on the um that's another conversation i'd be fine with it yeah I'd be oh fine my god with it. i'd have I'm a panic so, attack no it'd be because for me it it depends it depends i'm not known as like i don't look like i'm not out here looking like michael b jordan with my shirt off you know these days you, you know, were putting in work i remember you were like you got all action I did. out i put in work but then i put in extra work to get rid of that work <laughs> So that work. Somehow that, that second bit of work was so much easier. It's so funny. 100%. We have to choose the work. The second work yeah. is better. The second was so much. It felt, felt great. It felt okay. great. Um, but it depends. It depends on my, you know, how I'm feeling. Max Greenfield stays in shape. So he loves that. He loves, you know, going out there with his thighs out <laughs> and, his, and his chest out. That's something that he, he, he probably pitched that to. He probably auditioned for Magic Mike didn't go the way he thought it was going to go and was like, Hey guys, can I show them <laughs> what they've been missing? Can we write a story? Yaddy, 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 yaddy. Yeah. I wonder, I want to find the original script. Um, if it was on the paper that he had to dance. He loved dancing. I think I maybe. know he loved dancing. And I was like, I wonder, cause it was a very max. Dance. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, was that in there? Or did he just do it in that wide walk away shot and did something funny? 
I think he he just did that. At that moment, he had to have done that. <laughs> He's a performer. When you see an audience, you kind of, and, and then the background in that instance were audience members. He probably went for it. What a great <laughs> episode. Here's oh, my well, question, um, yeah. since it's you and me doing the, the podcast today. Mm-hmm. And we are very good friends and we are That's like right. a brother and sister. So here's my situation. If it was me and you knew that this boy that I really liked and I've been trying to play it cool and I was going to tell him how I felt and then mm. you caught him texting some other chick and you knew, oh, yeah, that's not going to go well. She's going to get fully rejected and hurt. Um, mm-hmm. And we both have established our real fear of haunted houses. Um, um, but I'm working in the haunted house in this uh, hypothetical situation. Um, would you brave it to come in and tell me? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Aww. Absolutely. I would do it. I would do it. Or, like any other logical person, I would wait till she got out of the haunted house. Do you know what I mean? Here's what I would do. I would, I would, I would text you. <laughs> text her. I would text you. <laughs> immediately without hesitation i would wait by the back door where i know yeah. you'd, you'd walk out so i'd get to you before you could go and get to this chick that's like about to break your heart for sure like for sure i don't know about going to the haunted house yeah i'm like first of all I'm, you, you ain't gotta do that you ain't gotta go in there i don't understand what the point is if you having to go through that just to tell her some some, some crap just yeah wait. important information i don't i don't want you to get heartbroken but uh i i, I can't face that fear for you i love yeah. you and it's selfish too. i'm gonna you. tell you right now while you're yeah. working yeah you know because you gotta stay focused yeah. as a performer to scare right. these people yeah you i would text you i'd call you i'd like i that then you know something's go up if i actually like ring your phone you know like it's yeah. yeah because also what you got to realize is that he did the wrong thing because he went in there and he ended up beating her up that's right. It was too much for him to handle. That's right. It, the The moment got ahead of him, and, uh, and he, he punched her in the face and knocked her clean out. And I think that was um, a sign that he should have probably texted her. Would you offer that to somebody if you accidentally hit this girl, total accident, like a crazy scenario like this? Would you be like, you know what? It doesn't sit right with me. You you get you get you you get a free hit. No, um, <laughs> I'm just, you know, I would. Uh, I'd buy her something nice. Yeah, there's no need for an eye for an eye. You know, yeah, yeah. that's no, 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 old no, 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 thinking. Yeah, that's a lie. That's 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 too much. That's too much. Because you know what? <laughs> you know, uh, two wrongs don't make a right. That's correct. You know? Yeah, you can't do you can't perpetuate violence, you know, in our community. Mm. Um, there's too much violence happening and I think we Kids need to watching, come together. Man. Yeah, and buy each other nice things to that's say okay. we're sorry. Yeah. 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 Heal it don't with a dollar bill. This was um, yeah. a wonderful episode. Uh, when we come back from the break, we're going to play some True American. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Welcome to our show. We're back, and it is time for True American... This week, we want to get to the truth of exes that hang around after a relationship has ended. What's the best way to handle exes if you're the new partner? The best way to handle exes if you're the new partner. Uh huh. I'm gonna let you go first on this one because this one, I, this is something I think about. This is you and I have talked about this because I remember when we first met and we were chatting about it. You were like, "You what?" Um, Mm. I've it's always been this way, so it's not like changed from relationship to relationship. But unless you're fully done with your ex and they are fully out of the picture, this I I I don't think that a relationship between you and I are going to work. Yeah, you can't have somebody lingering. They can't. And I do the same. If I break up with somebody, that relationship is over. I'm not texting them and checking in with them and calling them and whatever, because I don't think that's for me works like is fair for my my new relationship and new partner for us to like be full and to have somebody that I loved still hanging around. Now, I know lots of people who are friends with their exes and that's just a part of their life. And they're like, look, this is just part of my deal. And it all works for them. But mm-hmm. for me, it's always been a rule, like, since I was, like, a teenager. I could tell you this. I am friends with a lot of my exes. I know you are. I, you know, and I think it's okay. I think it, I think it's okay. Um, however, like, there are moments for me personally where I, I don't want to see her ex hanging around. So is it a double standard then? Yeah, probably. And I'll be the yeah. first to admit that. <laughs> because... You know, it it also depends on how the relationship was, how it ended. Um, it let's say let's say you know they were in some crazy, you know, wild Megan Fox machine gun Kelly esque blood drinking relationship, and then let's say you go and you start dating Megan Fox and you're having a good time, and six foot five. 
you know, <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly show up spitting bars while he got a vial on his neck with your lady's blood in it. That's weird. I don't know if I like this. Right. I don't know if I like the energy that's because clearly that was a very, very passionate relationship. Okay, so it would depend on the ex. And if you are dating someone and they were like, well, that one friend of yours that used to date, it, I, I, that one for some reason doesn't feel comfortable, would you be able to let go of someone who is now a friend that you used to date if it makes your current partner uncomfortable? Yeah, it would have to, ha- it would have to come from a reason, though. Because let me tell you something. I can't make you happy. You have to make yourself happy in life. I can be a participant in your happiness. But if you're, if you are, if you get into a relationship, yeah, to both, both parties have to be solid. Both parties have to be secure. Both parties okay. have to be comfortable. Have to, you have to be able to make yourself happy. So if my past affects you yeah, in any kind of way, part of that is on you. Now it's also on the X. If the X is showing up all the time, Look, you know what I'm saying? Doing the doing the thing that you like, making the faces, <laughs> right? Making the gestures. No, yeah. he knows your ticklish spots. If he walking up talking about, hey, and he give you that look, and he got hazel eyes and stuff, and he light skin, like you know how those dudes be, too much. <laughs> and then he he whisper in her ear and he tickle the back of her neck because he know that's what she into. Then we got a problem. We got a problem. You know Terrence what? Howard this just reminded <laughs> me of. And then we will close this episode. But this did just remind me of you telling me of a friend of yours that would put on some very revealing sweatpants and would walk through a room mm-hmm. when you were dating someone mm-hmm. to test if the chick you were dating mm-hmm. had wandering eyes. Like yeah. that was your homie being like, okay, mm-hmm. let me just uh, see if, if she's going to be like faithful that's what, to my boy. That's what, that's what the homies do for the homies. Yeah. They I had go, no idea. See. I was like, he did what? Yeah, let's see. Let's see if I walk out here <laughs> throwing it around. Let's Man, see what all she the tests do. in relationships. I truly believe that this That's, is That was why... 20 year old self, though. That was back in the early 20s. Yeah, that really was back that. in the we day. Grown. But it was very sweet. It was a sweet little, like, you know, act of like friend solidarity. It'd be like, let's test them. Let's see. Let me put on these one Lamore, pair of sweatpants uh, I wear for this occasion. Uh, Lamore, let me to, tell you something. Up, upon having sex with her, I could tell you that she <laughs> is <laughs> she is a wanderer. And, uh, thanks. Thanks. You are a real friend. I appreciate you doing you're this for me, brother. You're my best friend. <laughs> like, anyway, we're about to go on a few so. more dates. <laughs> I would keep testing her. <laughs> we're getting married now, Lamore, and I feel like she's not the one for you anymore. I don't I feel think like... she's good enough for you. <laughs> But if you don't mind, yeah. now that I'm you're like done that. with her. <laughs> oh, man, friendships Hannah, bef- first. Uh-huh. Hannah, before we go, you know, there's something that I, I, I got to call you out on. You know, we're over here talking about relationships and friendships and you're yeah. sharing stories from the past. But there's one thing, mm-hmm. there's one particular thing that I definitely I have to call you out on. And I'm mm-hmm. sorry to put this out there publicly. Oh. Oh. You haven't found the bear. Now it's time for Where's the Bear? Where's the bear? Where's the bear is brought to you by Hyundai. When it comes to your journey, Hyundai is thinking of every mile. Okay, listen, season two, okay, because I've taken, I've, I've pulled back the lens and, um, you know, I do all of my, I don't only just watch looking for the bear. I go online, I crowdsource, mm-hmm. I do everything I can. Season two is a little trickier for my bear hunt, mm-hmm. but I still have this unshakable belief 
that the bears are planted there for a reason. And intentionally so. Um, the bears on the fridge, you see it clearly on the fridge. And I go like, is that just now um, this thing in the bear hunt where like Liz and everybody were just like, we're just going to have like a perma bear. And then we hmm. might have some additional bears. So I feel like my bear hunt is like fully validated with the bear on the fridge. And then we're going to find additional bears. And that is what I am telling myself. And I'm not looking for any response. Okay. Hey, Hannah, I'm right there with you. Hey, whatever makes you feel better about not being able to find a bear. I mean, a bear is a massive creature. You know, we all know when a bear is in the room. But if you don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Um, but that's on you. And I think the fans out there um, will, will be will be holding you to task. They will call mm-hmm. you out on it. Also, by the way, you know, the fans are the most helpful people on this podcast. If you find a bear, I'm struggling with this one. I'm also struggling a little bit with Fluffer to find the additional bears mm-hmm. besides the bear on the fridge. Please. DM me, please tag me in a post about it um, because I believe it's there. I just need some extra eyes and some bear hunters. Thanks for helping us with our bear hunt Hyundai. Remember with Hyundai, it's all about the journey. Whatever your destination, they've got the latest tech to get you there safe and keep your passengers entertained along the way. From shopping to buying to owning, Hyundai has your back. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Oh, before we go, really quick. Yes, my mustache really fell off in that argument scene. It fell off, and I said, "Yes, you're making me. You make me so mad." My mustache fell off. I was going to ask real you thing. about that because I remember mm-hmm. watching that episode. I think it was one of the very few times because I laughed out loud and I watched it when it really aired back in whatever mm-hmm. 2012. Texting you or asking you the next day on set, I was like, because I wasn't there for that scene. Mm-hmm. I was like, did did they like pull like pull part of your mustache off for that joke? And no, you told me it fell off and then you just kept going in character. And it was so funny that it made the show. Oh, yeah, I was shocked they kept it in there. I was shocked they kept it in there. It's so good, though. Oh, yeah. There's a couple moments like that throughout this show where stuff happens for real. Me stubbing my toe, fans always ask about that. (laughs) These things really happen. Um. Yeah, there are moments (laughs) that truly happen and they would make the show. But it's... It's one of those things that you you get to be on a show long enough, you learn and remember, which is it's that old cliche of like, until they yell cut, keep going, just yeah. keep going. Because you could have just been like, oh, hold up. The message came off and they could have fixed it. They would have glued it back on and we never would have gotten that moment. So kudos to you for staying in it because it was so funny. Daniel Day-Lewis over here, everybody. <laughs> Left and right foot. Leon Day-Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we love you guys. Uh, please like, subscribe, leave good comments, leave positive comments. We love you. Uh, <laughs> make sure you go get our merch. <laughs> make sure you go. And tag uh, us in it. If you're wearing our merch, please tag us. We love to see it out in the streets. And, and tag us in some haunted house photos because we hate them and maybe you love them. So. Oh, and the other thing, my favorite thing, and I know this is not airing around Halloween, but I will say one of my favorite things that still goes on is when for Halloween people dress up as the new girl characters and tag us in it. Yes. Awesome. Keep Please doing do, that. But don't, but don't go in blackface. Don't do that. Don't. <laughs> Everybody That's... knows where the lines are. These are new girl fans. They know. That's a problem. Don't, don't go blackface. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, you guys. Thanks for listening. Love ya. You've been listening to Welcome to Our Show, a New Girl Recap podcast. Welcome to Our Show is a production of iHeartRadio, hosted by Zoe Deschanel, Lamorne Morris, and Hannah Simone. Our executive producer is Joelle Monique. 
Our engineer and editor is Daniel Goodman. The Welcome to Our Show theme song was written by Zoe Deschanel, performed and produced by Zoe Deschanel and Pierre DeReader. Follow us on Instagram at Welcome to Our Show Pod. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, you can email us at Welcome to Our Show Podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share far and wide. Thanks for listening. We'll hear you next week. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.